4: On joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. This is News Night. And coming up in this edition, your silence is deafening. Says Jonah fires key professional groups including Pharmaceutical Society of Ghana, Ghana Medical Association, Bar Association and the Ghana Journalist Association for their nonchalant position on the destructive effect of illegal mining in Ghana, describing the act as the worst abuse against human rights in history. The scale
5: and the manner of destruction brought by illegal mining is to me the worst abuse of human rights of residents in the affected areas. Where is your outrage? Why is he silence from your society? Why is the American Association not speaking up?
4: We have details, as he says, elected and appointed official superintending over the galamse menace may soon become the subject of the International Criminal
6: Court. Our
5: statute becomes law for all nations, all persons with actions and inactions directly or indirectly resulted in ecological damage, such as what legal mining is causing to environment be held accountable at the International
4: Criminal Court. We have details of that. Also tonight, Coalition of Domestic Election Observers, Cordeo back calls for EC to reconsider the decision to restrict its upcoming limited registration exercise to only district offices as it warns the move may disenfranchise many first-time voters in hard-to-reach communities.
7: So, the number might go up a little. So, I think the EC has to reconsider
4: its decision. Plus, former President Mahama demands that the Electoral Commission provides the names, pictures of persons recruited to undertake this particular exercise.
8: Registration officers, registration assistants and other officials for the exercise will be published at the district level as stipulated by the EC regulations.
9: And in business, Goal expects fewer supplies to normalize at
10: the service stations by the close of work today. And in sports, Black Stars head coach commits to protect the team's unbeaten run at the Barbaro Sports Stadium ahead of the final Afcon qualifier against Central African Republic.
4: Well, we have details of that. Also, if you were waiting for news on balloting for the NPP's presidential poll. Sorry, but there was no show today. I'll tell you why. Plus, uh, there's more from the elections committee. They've triggered behind the scenes a conflict resolution, including asking aspirants to desist from comments that will mar the exercise. We'll also focus on Piac citing irregularities with six oil funded projects worth over 24 million cities. That and more here on Newsnight. You want to stay with us and also join us with your thoughts and comment via WhatsApp is 55 Thanks for your company. We're digging now. And tonight, Chancellor of the University of Cape Coast and business magnate Sir Sam Jonas is taking on key professional groups in the country, including the Pharmaceutical Society of Ghana, the Ghana Medical Association, the Ghana Bar Association, and the Ghana Journalists Association, for the apparent indifference and resounding silence towards so the rampant illegal mining activities plaguing the nation as we speak. According to him, illegal mining by far has become the worst abuse against human rights in Ghana's history. We'll hear from him shortly, but first you can listen to excerpts of our latest hotline documentary detailing the continuous destruction of reserve for forest reserves despite the numerous interventions taken by government to halt illegal mining.
11: to witness, Yuda is a journalist who has been monitoring events in the Apamprama Forest Reserve. He has witnessed the selective justice adopted by the forest guards in protecting
12: this reserve. I was going to interview these illegal miners. One of them was ready to speak to me. And then we saw the vehicle of the forestry, that's the Rapid Response Unit of the Forest Commission, moving to the site. They came and then they took their generators, their pumping machines, and even their motorbikes, and they set fire on all these items. But then, few meters, few meters from where they were burning these items, was an excavator digging so i asked the officer so said, why are you chasing this illegal miners here by leaving this excavator digging for the same people who are also doing the illegal mining then he told me that oh for them they are working in the off reserve so so that's why they are not going there but before he told me that one of them who spoke to me And they're quiet, told me that the issue is political. So when they come into the forest, they can't arrest whoever they want to arrest. The DCE or the MP will have to give them the order as to who they can arrest. So it tells me that clearly there there is a political hand or a big hand somewhere that is manipulating this whole thing. Many of these farmers have had their source
11: of livelihood destroyed by the mining of this forest. But their taxes will pay for the $103 million contracted to reclaim the devastation.
13: Is this logical? So we believe it is It is just a charade in terms of all the things that is said on podiums and, and also the so-called commitment
11: of the president. Dr. Steven Apiatechi is an environmental planning expert and a senior lecturer with the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology. He is worried about the rate at which Ghana is
14: depleting its forests through illegal mining. A leader can destroy the economy. He can be pardoned. But when a leader destroys the natural resources, they have de- destroyed the very existence of its citizenry, including future generations. And this is how serious Ghana state is. But the question is, didn't the colonial masters knew that there was gold in these forest reserves? Didn't they know that there were bauxite in these forest reserves? Why did they leave it there? And that puts serious questions on our political system. If the colonial masters were criticized, save these resources. If the lives of Dr. Kwame Nkrumah save these resources, how come our fourth republic that we pride ourselves as being a democracy is the one destroying these resources. We should put questions on that So the extent of discussion, not only forest but water body is alarming. It doesn't look good for the nation. Even as the country reels
11: under the current devastation of forests, Parliament has amended the country's environmental guidelines to open up both protected and production forests for mining. Daro Bosu, describes the passage of L.I. 2462 in 2022 as an indication the government intends to continue to mine the country's forest reserves.
13: Right after seeing the airline, we decided to go on to the Mincom uh, repository of concession, the database, and we realized that one GSBA, Boring had already been given out for mining, and this was right after that LI was passed. What we don't know is whether the presidential approval that is required before these forest reserves, a GSBA, is assessed has been done, and it's something that I believe that we still.
4: Well, those are accept of so, forest Under Siege, the first part of four produced by Russell Sasaridonco on the Pamprama Forest Reserve and the activities ongoing in there. And of course, uh, this has raised concerns for Sam Jonah. He's been speaking at the 2023 Annual General Meeting of the Pharmaceutical Society of Ghana in the Western region. He believes that it's time for key professional groups to speak up on the matter and stop being silent.
5: The scale and manner of destruction caused by legal mining is, to me, the worst abuse of human rights of residents in the affected areas. Once again, this is an issue which is heavily reported by the media, and has attracted the attention of traditional authorities. The responsibility rests with every citizen, and I am happy that the traditional authorities, who are the rightful or serious balance, are speaking up and acting. safeguard that heritage, one for us, through the blood and trial. Some have been consistent in their condemnation of the canker. Only a few years uh, weeks ago, your head, Otoon 4, the second, is true the number of teams wanting to be associated with the worst form of these individuals in like, the canker. The keynote address, treated to the or tied the form changing it, made a passionate motivation. Toxic Taxi-chemical, chemicals, toxic chemicals such as methane that have negative implications on communities. For generations, I believe what about this? Implications that would manifest itself immediately, but not not immediately, but in the near future. Later yet, in a many years later, the near future is here, and we are facing severe health deficits. Another is, can't illegal mining activities in traditional areas, I say that while the gold may reach a few today, the illegal mining once give harm to people, the habitat, the agriculture of people. We are learning today of children being born with them children being born today with two heads, protest rights, and others that is a bad thing. You too you can see them on the
4: Well, my sincere apologies for the quality and sound there, but um, his key concern is most of these associations the Pharmaceutical Society of Ghana, the Ghana Medical Association, the Ghana Journalist Association, the Ghana Bar Association, and other key associations in this country have remained silent on this particular matter. For him, he says, elected and appointed officials superintending over the Galamse menace may soon become the subject of the International Criminal Court. Well, these are some of the things he's been raising at the pharmaceutical societies, and all general meeting in the western region. But in a related development, we can hear from the convener of the Media Coalition Against Illegal Mining, Dr. Kenneth Ashibe and lawyer Martin Pibu, disagreeing with President Akofado's assertion that a lot has been done regarding uh, the issue about illegal mining. He's been speaking at the Climate Forum in Kenya. Uh, for him, he feels that, and um, for them, they feel that it's time for more to be done and that what we've done so far is currently abysmal.
15: So in terms of the policy, and you see we have a lot of the policy initiatives, but in terms of their effectiveness, in terms of our ability to actually police the things that we ought to do. So we're supposed to have been tagging uh, these excavators and all of that. But, uh, you know, so you, with all of these things done, what is the impact, what is the output? So I haven't seen any verifiable improvement. I haven't, and the Ghana Water. So one of the year will be Ghana Water. The last time I heard, Ghana Water, they were complaining that the cost of processing the water is gone up. They were very clear that because of Galamse activity. So Ghana Water and our Forestry Commission, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. We have seen illegal mining going on right under the, the, the nose of the Forestry Commission. So based on this, I cannot agree with the president
4: well africa's voice on the phenomenon of climate change like i told you has been elevated this week in kenya's capital city nairobi while the u.n africa climate week is holding alongside the inaugural africa climate summit and it's under the theme green growth and climate finance for africa and the world on climate focus kofi Edudomfe reports on the commitments to deliver concrete climate action for africa
16: voices of grassroots groups and climate activists from across africa have been high in nairobi this week elizabeth wathuti represents the african youth climate assembly
17: we seek to elevate youth participation and inclusion in climate governance forging pathways towards sustainable development and green growth and we urge you our esteemed leaders to join hands with us in this endeavor
16: THE REALITY OF THE CLIMATE CRISIS HAS dawned ON AFRICA. THE AFRICA CLIMATE SUMMIT HAS FOCUSED ON DELIVERING CLIMATE POSITIVE GROWTH AND FINANCING SOLUTIONS FOR AFRICA AND THE WORLD. SUMMIT HOST PRESIDENT WILLIAM ROTO OF KENYA SAYS THE EVENT CANNOT BE BUSINESS AS USUAL.
10: AN OPPORTUNITY-ORIENTED FOCUS ON CLIMATE ACTION IS THE ENGINE for propelling Africa into a a realm of stability and prosperity, elevating us to middle-income status and beyond. This context is precisely what sets this climate summit apart from others.
16: Taking climate action will cost money, and climate finance remains topical in the global climate talks. Mithika Wenda is executive secretary of the Pan-African Climate Justice Alliance.
12: This summit should also convey a bond, unequivocal message from Africa that it is not a forum to end the industrialized countries to escape their historical responsibilities and to transfer the abandon of action to the
18: victims of their actions.
16: The Nairobi Declaration is expected to be adopted as a call to action to end the summit. For Joy News, Kofi Edudomfe reporting.
4: And that's for our climate focus. Now, moving on to some other stories this evening, the Coalition of Domestic Election Observers, CODEO, is back in for the Electoral Commission to reconsider its decision to restrict its upcoming limited registration exercise to only district offices. Smaller political parties earlier raised strong objections to the EC's decision to exclusively utilize its
1: district. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket?
4: offices for the upcoming exercise this month while former president john mahama today waded into the matter demanding the electoral commission publishes names pictures of persons recruited to undertake the upcoming exercise we'll hear from him shortly but first take a listen to general secretary for the great consolidated popular party gcpp citizen at atudazi who described the ec's
13: decision to go
4: ahead and use their offices as just a stab in the back
13: As political actors, we have been concerned and held several press conferences to educate and encourage the general public in order to build confidence and trust in the Electoral Commission of Ghana, as their work has serious implications to ensuring a free, fair and transparent electoral process and elections, whose outcome will be accepted by all. The Electoral Commission, contrary to the discussions at IPAC, made an announcement on a voter's registration exercise with modalities which was not by the consensus of political parties and civil society organizations who were present at the IPAC meeting held last Wednesday, the 16th August 2023. All the political parties that were present unanimously objected to the registration exercise as this was going to affect the participation of the general public. We also want to publicly call on the Electoral Commission through its chair, Mrs. Jane Adukwe Mensa to rescind their decision and make the process more accessible and painless to enable the average Ghanaian who is eligible to exercise their right and entitlement to be registered as a voter.
4: We've been hearing from some other reps, also from other political parties, saying the action of the EC would just undermine the work of IPAC. Well, former President Mahama, who is also the NDC's presidential candidate for the 2024 elections, also wants the EC to reconsider the decision to hold the registration at only its district offices.
8: I wish to add my voice to those who have called on the EC to reconsider its decision to restrict the registration exercise to its district offices only. Acquiring a voter ID card. Affirms one's right to vote and access to a voter ID card should be easy and not limited by location. Every Ghanaian deserves the chance to exercise this democratic right. I strongly urge the Electoral Commission to facilitate the registration exercise in all its electoral areas to allow for easy access and a reduced burden on the citizenry in their quest to register. I challenge the Commission to be more transparent with the processes preceding the start of the limited voter registration exercise, the replacement of voter ID cards, and the transfer of votes, as has been requested in a formal letter to the Commission by the General Secretary of the NDC. We want to know when the names and pictures of the registration supervisors, registration officers, registration assistants, and other officials for the exercise will be published at the district level as stipulated by the EC regulations. We've also requested information on the exact number and distribution of workstations, registration kits, and other logistics to be used in the exercise.
4: So that's the former president John Dramani Mahama in a social media interaction earlier today. Uh, we've still we're still working the lines um, to reach the Electoral Commission on this uh, particular concern that has been raised. Um, widespread concerns that has been raised on this particular matter on the use of the district offices only for this limited registration exercise. But thankfully, also been joined on the phone by the National Coordinator of CODEO, Miss Albert Ahen. Good to hear from you, Mr. Ahin. So really, um, since the announcement by the Electoral Commission on this. There have been several concerns raised, but it appears that the EC is still going ahead with this district offices. But really, for Kodeyo, what's the concern when the EC decides to use just the district offices for this exercise?
7: Yeah, um, well, good evening and uh, good evening to your listeners. I've been also I've been listening to these conversations, and uh, my opinion, and uh, I think what has been done in the past, if I, I can r- remember vividly, has been that in the case of difficult areas, riverine areas, areas that are very far distant, for example, from either the distance capital, normally the EC creates centers. So what I'm saying is that if it's not even going to be done at the electoral area level, then what should happen is that the EC should create some centers around the big cities which are very large electoral areas and which are very far away from the district offices so that people can have easy access to the registration center. In other words, the EC should carry the registration to the people. And when it comes to the riverine areas and the areas that are so difficult to reach, like the Dwarf Island in the Aframpling, I don't think the EC expects voters to take a boat and come to Dokukum to do registration. The tradition has always been that the EC will make sure the people who are to do the registration are sent there to stay there maybe for a week or so, do it and come back. Mm. So I'm siding with the people who are saying that the EC should make it easy for everybody to be captured. It's been two years since those who turn 18 have been registered. So I sincerely believe that or I suggest the EC should try and create throughout the country centers in every district so that it will be easy for people to come to these registration centers. Otherwise, it's going to be uh, chaotic. People will just refrain from coming. They will just stop. They will not do it at all. So it will be in the EC's own interest to do the needful by creating additional centers, mm-hmm. if it's not going to do it at the electoral areas, then the additional centers will help the EC very much.
4: Well, but it appears that um, you are not the first to make this call, at least like you said. A lot of calls have been made, even by the smaller political parties, at least the NDC, NPP. Most of them actually agree with this assertion that you're making. But are you surprised at the posturing of the EC in all this? Because it doesn't look like they are badging in, in spite of all the concerns that has been raised.
7: I'm I'm surprised because this is not the first time this is being done. Or the suggestion that people are putting forward. It's not the first time. I remember those days when I was serving in the northern region, and uh, as, as as an officer, we were carrying registration to the people because of the distances. You see, you 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 help them in a way that, uh, for example, you get to a place where there's a big market. And then you have all the necessary, you know, materials and everything. you carry the registration to the people to make it easy for them. Otherwise, what would be the incentive for somebody to take a boat all the way from Dwarf Island to Club to, to do a registration? I I, I, I can't get it.
13: Mm-hmm.
7: So if you really want to help the people, then the EC will come again mm-hmm. to t- rethink this particular decision and decide... To carry the registration to the people.
4: Well, we may have all along been carrying the registration to the people, but there are those who also have the view that is it not time also for the people to be a bit more responsible in terms of their civic duties and civic rights by also going to the registration and getting it done?
7: My dear, by this you are suggesting that somebody who lives in the dry Island in the front place or people in, their, in the Drive Island should hire a boat and come to the to do registration, they will not do it. Mm. They will not do it. It's a civic responsibility, yes. But don't you think that the people will just relax and think that after what am I going to get from registration? Why do I have to hire a boat and get to, don't go to do registration? It, it is not going to be done. Mm. So if really we want them to register, we should carry it to them. That is what, 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 has, been, what, what has been done or what was being done those days. And I don't think it's anything different from now.
4: So we'll end up disenfranchising people. Will that be the case? Yes, that is it. It
7: it will end up disenfranchising people because they look at the cities, Even in the cities we the Atra, the, Takra, Kumasi, there the, are the electoral areas that are very far away from where people are staying. Even that one. But at least when they take Tortro and whatever, they can come over to do it. But in very difficult areas, riverine areas. Areas that are difficult to reach. I'm telling you the places in the northern region where apart from tractors, you cannot even around this time that the rain the, the rains are, are pouring, it will be difficult to reach these areas. So it's rather the government or the EC that has to try and reach them. So they can capture them on the on the electoral roll. Mm.
4: Well, but in all this, though, uh, have we in any way, Kodeo, at your level, reached out to the EC about this particular matter, and what has been the response, you'd say?
7: Um, we've been going to IPAC, and these mm. uh, sentiments have been uh, relayed. So, I don't think it's anything. Mm. It, it's, it's nothing new. I think the EC knows what, what, what is, is good for it
4: to do. Okay. Yeah. Ms. Ahin, we are grateful uh, for your time. We'll see what changes um, after uh, this concern, also, that has, has been raised by Codeo. Uh, for instance, that's Albert Ahin. He's a national coordinator of Codeo. Well, we've been talking about the former president also wading into this. And he, in that uh, social media interaction earlier, he also accused the Kofuadua administration of running down the country. Uh, you can listen to the concerns that he raised.
8: We're seeing a daily cost of living skyrocket, and job opportunities are becoming more difficult by the day. Our people, the youth, the elderly, drivers, market women, civil servants, security personnel, teachers, journalists, nurses, and doctors are all experiencing a sense of hopelessness on a scale never witnessed in recent memory. This dire situation calls for urgent action. And the most powerful tool at our disposal is our right to vote. President Akufado and his administration have failed to address the pressing economic challenges they have exerted on the people of our country, by supplying our precious, scarce resources and overspending on their creature comforts and largesse instead of building the critical infrastructure this country needs for job creation and development. This must never be accepted as the norm.
4: That's former President uh, John Dramani Mahama earlier there. Well, you know also uh, from hearing from him earlier um, he made some requests also on the EC apart from asking that they rescind the decision to just uh, limit the exercise to uh, the district offices. You've also been hearing from Kodeo on this. Uh, For them it would disenfranchise a lot of first-time voters so something ought to be done about it. The EC is yet to officially respond to this particular concern that has been raised. They're still going ahead uh, with the exercise starting the 12th of September. But let me bring in special aid uh, to former President John Romani Mahama, Mr. Felix Quachofo. So, Thank you so much for your time. I just want to find out um, briefly from you um, this uh, concern that the former president raises about the request for the names and pictures of persons recruited uh, by the EC. Uh, beyond um, the public statement on this on his Facebook interaction today, have we had an official um, you know, request made to the EC on this?
15: Exactly. The, the party through uh its general secretary has written for money to the Electoral Commission uh, making these demands. And um the former president is deeply surprised that despite the EC's own regulations requiring that this is done, uh the EC has failed to comply. It raises questions about the EC's own preparedness for the exercise and its willingness to play according to the rules. Especially in a highly competitive political environment where the stakes are high. And this opacity and lack of information compounds an already worrisome situation where potential registrants are burdened with the responsibility of commuting long distances to converge at district offices across the country for this registration exercise. And I can tell you, based on my own experience as a candidate contesting elections and having participated in previous registration exercises, that this will pose huge problems for potential registrants. Uh, it will impose a financial burden on the political parties because, invariably, they may have to facilitate the uh, transportation and conveying of the unknown supporters who are eligible to register to go and register. But will also create huge inconvenience for potential registrants because, due to the registration to the district election offices,
10: mm-hmm.
15: you are going to have very long winding queues. And we are told that at most the UC will use two registration machines at each center. And that means that the process will be long drawn, there will be drudgery, people would have to wait very long hours before it gets to the
1: So
15: this whole exercise has been poorly planned mm-hmm. it appears designed to frustrate uh, registrants and one cannot understand why a commission that has a duty to make it easy for people to get their names on their electoral rules so they can exercise their constitutional mandate constitutionally uh, given franchise would seek to put impediments in their way so this, this and many other reasons informed their former president's demand for urgent changes to be made to the plans that have been laid down for for this registration exercise, mm. but yes, a formal communication has been sent to the EC, uh, to which, uh, as I speak, I am not aware of any response.
4: Okay, but how crucial really is this particular request? Um, names of the and pictures of persons recruited. What really is a suspicion is the key question for many. because because
15: political party. You know, the the whole idea. Of involving political parties who are the major stakeholders in elections is to ensure transparency and build confidence. So, any step that engenders that sort of confidence is most welcome. And over the years, they usually have been required to do this. I am a candidate contesting for the parliamentary seats of the Abra Sevo Kamakese constituency on behalf of the National Democratic Congress. I would like to see that the officers who are involved in this registration exercise do not have any partisan inclinations, and that they have a clear record as far as this exercise is concerned, and that I do not have anything to worry about, and that nothing is done to undermine my own chances and the chances of my presidential candidate, His Excellency John Ramani Mahama and the NDC as a whole in the elections. So if we have information on the officials conducting this exercise, we have the capacity or, if you like, the opportunity to look into their background and ensure and satisfy ourselves that they are not persons who are tainted by partisan collaboration and do not have any ulterior motives to skew the exercise in favour of one party or the other. So it is an extremely mm. important requirement but, that enhances but, but the transparency extent,
4: around the exercise. Mr. But so to the extent that everybody has one political party they support or the other does that stop you from working for the government in any ways? that Yeah, if you support
15: a party you work for the party you support you don't work for the agency that is supposed to serve as the habitat the letter permission exists to serve as a referee if you were to reduce it into basic balance between interested parties in an election mm-hmm. so the last thing you want to see are persons who identify with political parties Working for the agency that is supposed to act as a neutral arbiter. So, if you are the sort of person
19: mm.
15: who cannot exercise control has to be emotionally attached to a political party, then you must stay as far away as possible from this exercise. So, but
4: anyone anyone who supports a
6: political party should not has, be engaged laugh. Okay.
15: if Impartiality. Then you will be qualified to participate in this. But I cannot imagine a situation where I go to the registration center. And I see a known NPP official in the Abrakibu Kamakese constituency okay. purporting to serve as an official. It will create huge credibility issues for the whole exercise.
4: Okay, so it's about those who are known uh, party affiliates, and that's of course, what that I can, we, okay. are, we can
15: only speak to those we know. But okay. if we do not know the person's political affiliation and no evidence is provided in that direction, there will be no point in.
4: Challenge his eligibility to participate in the exercise. Okay, we're indeed grateful. That's a Felix so aid to former President John Dramani Mahama. You're still listening to News tonight here on Joy 99.7 FM. Here in Accra, Kumasi, we are on Love 99.5 FM. We're on X Spaces. We're on Facebook, myjoyonline.com, and it's time to bring in George. We have he has business
9: well let me for hi how are you doing i'm doing well thanks well for coming up on business the goal expects fuel supplies to normalize at some service stations by close of today as the attributes challenge to loading issues at the country spots and then spike in movable assets being accepted as collateral for loans described as good for the economy the business news on news night is brought to you by mtn business Welcome to the new world of business, kingdom books and stationery sent us thanks, and pep student charcoal and heba. Uh.
20: It's the best season of the year just in some points, momo pay or you say momo app, send with ease and wind vague you be meh to or you be momo user, momo season abanti send it Send via, momo
5: season abanti send it via via. From now till the end of September, points when you download the Momo app and make Momo Pay transactions to a merchant via either the QR code or merchant ID and stand the chance of winning a thousand Ghana CDs weekly and other amazing prizes. Our merchants are not left out. Receive payment and win. There are lots and lots of exciting prizes to be won. So download the Momo app, transact with Momo Pay, and get rewarded this Momo season.
1: TNCs apply. MTN. Hooray! The Kingdom Books and Stationery Limited's Back to School promotion is here with us once again. From the 4th of September to the 31st of October 2023, Kingdom Books and Stationery Limited is giving a generous 10% to 15% discount on all school items like textbooks, pens, pencils, erasers, exercise books and so much more across all our branches in Accra, Tema, Kumasi, Winnipeg, and Cape Coast. Parents, teachers and students, please hurry while stock lasts. For more information, call us on 0302-764-101 or 0302-764-209 or email info at kingdomgh.com. You can also visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. Kingdom Books, where quality and affordability are both assured. Terms and conditions apply.
21: Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank, and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order, which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of seven years, which no other tank gives you. So, whatever your water consumption, size of project, or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call zero. 244335168 kumasi0505555666 or visit syntexdh.com syntex tank a hey, strong a hey, tough Welcome to Belmonte, where luxury
20: meets comfort. If you're in the market for a home that combines class, convenience, and comfort, then look no further than Belmonte. Belmonte is located in the prime East Lagoon area of Lagos Avenue. The Belmonte stylish apartment offers first-class luxury and cutting-edge finishing. Whether you are looking for an executive studio suite or a cozy one-bedroom apartment, a spacious two-bedroom apartment, or a custom villa, we have you covered. But that's not all. Belmonte offers a range of top-notch facilities to relax and keep you entertained. So why wait? Take the first step towards your dream home. Sign up for our three-year payment plan and own your property today. Contact us at 204 343 or 204 343 to learn more. Bill Monte is developed by CBO Developers. I'm afraid! Yay! Yeah. Be your My my just you can get number narc So <laughs> you put ever. on, a for you feel
15: You a I The A my a
9: you're welcome back to business on Newsnight. now gold has maintained that it expects fuel supply challenges at the service stations to normalize by close of work today the oil marketing giant however maintains that it will start from a crop before improving in other parts of the country there is more in this report
17: According to Goel, the situation is as a result of challenges in securing a space to berth its vessels, transporting various petroleum products to Ghana. Joy Business is learning that some of these bulk oil distributors need to secure a permit from the National Petroleum Authority before the necessary discharge can be done. Therefore, delay in getting this affected supplies to the market. Gwell maintains that, yesterday, million liters was distributed, and it is expecting an additional 2 million liters today. The oil marketing giant has maintained that it expects supplies in Accra to improve significantly before the end of today. However, it may take a day or two for other regions to see the significant improvement in terms of supply. But for some, looking at sales made by Gol in a day, this might have impacted badly on its revenue.
9: And that is a Business Dex report. Now, in a related development, OPEC member Saudi Arabia has announced that the fresh cuts in crude oil production will last to the end of the year. The development could affect pricing for petroleum products from the 15th of this month. And some are saying that it could see prices go up again at the pumps from the middle of this month. Now, the spike in movable assets being accepted as collateral for loans has been described as good for the economy. The latest collateral registry report ending June this year showed that cash, inventories and stocks of goods topped the list of items used to secure loans from financial institutions. Dr. Benjamin Amwa is a lecturer, financial lecturer, at the University of Ghana Business School. The movable assets is an indication that we are moving away from
13: using land and buildings as a sole driver of collateral in support of loans. How many businessmen and women, despite their nice ideas commitment to work, have buildings and lands available that they have ownership over or titles over that they can present as collateral to support a lending proposition? Many of these businessmen and women do not have it. So if the trend is now moving towards movables like inventory and cash, which are good indicators of economic engagement, then it is a better way of measuring economic activity and giving out loans than to rely on buildings and
9: Dr. Benjamin Amoa is a finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School the financial professor is highlighting the difficulty in reviewing the pension retirement age from the current 60 years. This follows proposals by some industry players that the retirement age should be reviewed to deal with the serious industry concerns about the sustainability of the pension scheme. Let's hear Professor Abloy who says it might be difficult to implement this proposal.
8: Life expectancy in Ghana is not very high and most people die uh, around age 60, 65. So if you are increasing the retirement age to 65, what does it mean for people? It may mean that people will literally be working till they die. Another factor is that we have a very high youth unemployment rate. When people retire, in a sense, it creates space for our younger people to join the workforce. So those are some of the things we need to take into account in deciding whether or not we want to increase their retirement age. One option is feasible, but I think that if we look at other things like increasing how well the funds are invested and how efficient these funds are, that may go a long way in increasing the sustainability of pension funds in Ghana.
9: Finance uh, Professor Eliklim Agbloyo. Now the Ghana Stock Exchange has been showing some signs of strong recovery so far for this year. Now that's according to its managing director, Abina She has been therefore outlining measures being instituted to sustain this good run by the market. But Amamua disclosed as when Bayport Financial Services took its turn. Uh, the Ghana Stock Exchange Facts behind the figures program today.
6: And we are working with investors, with issuers to step up and take opportunities in them. the fixed income market. As you all know, the effects of the GDP continue to linger. So far this year, we've traded about 52 billion uh, volume of fixed income securities compared to about 159 billion last year. And uh, again, that's work that we're doing. But the market we believe is showing signs of recovery. What we are seeing is uh companies like Bayport stepping up and looking to raise capital. Um, you're absolutely right. Bayport really signaled the beginning and the opening of the fixed income market this year when you raise 50 million CDs. At I believe your best pricing uh so far on yeah. here.
9: Abna Amoa is the managing director of the Ghana Stock Exchange. Let's turn our attention to the stock market and let's stay on it because if you're a shareholder of fat milk, the value of each share that you're holding was up by 16 pesos and is now worth one Ghana city 81 pesos that of uh, Guinness Ghana Breweries Limited was also up by 17 pesos to close at two Ghana cities 69 pesos to other stock as well as Unilever was also up by 70 pesos to close at eight Ghana cities 10 pesos. And that's all for business on news night.
4: Thank you very much George Riafe with the latest from the world of business. Let's take some of your messages that you've sent in via WhatsApp. Patrick from Ablikuma Joma says, why are the political parties not demonstrating against the decision of the EC? This will only benefit political parties with deeper pockets to influence voters by busing them to those registration centres. The president should speak on this. Uh, That's Patrick, your message. We have one from Nana Ikuyamwa Boating. And um, he says... Okay, Alan Chairman chickens out from the NPP presidential race is welcoming. I hope he joins forces with uh, Dr. Baumia to break the historic eight. And he should look at the larger interests of the party and not his personal one. Aniquiamu Watim's message there. Now, the way EC is going about its mandate is going to discourage many citizens from performing their duties in this difficult economy. It's obvious there might be financial challenges that influences this decision. Um, this is a message with no name. I appreciate if you add your name. And this one also said from Nana on the Spintex Road says MFA, we need a third political party in this country. If Alan organizes something, some of us will vote for the very first time. Okay, so that's Nana from the Spintex Road. And this one also, um, Yao in Ireland says, the word, the world and for that matter, he talks about illegal mining in code the world and for that matter, Africa is a very interesting place. In Any." institutional action tag, sanctioned by big name, heading means, opposite or ineffectiveness. Okay. I'm really not getting where we're going but I, I think you're talking about uh, the illegal mining menace and some journalists um, comments on that matter. And Musa Abatwa in Aswasi says EC is behaving like American looking for weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. What are they doing? What they're doing is not in the interest of Ghana but interest in the appointing authority and is dangerous for our are a, are a democracy uh, you say Musabatwa and this one also says uh, it's mere rhetoric that's Kofi say doing Konongo ok Kofi is now in Konongo he says it was a mere rhetoric and cosmetic when the president told Ghanaians that he was putting his presidency on the line to fight Galamse was Professor Firm not arrested in the full glare of President Okofado when he said that Galamse was ongoing at um, the president's guarding at Chebi, and that was disputed Kofi now um more of your messages. Let me take um two final ones, and this one says: What a told did EC want to tell us? Is only NPP government that makes them not to function well or what? Because since I was born, EC always comes to the community and register people. Now why? Okay, so you didn't add a name to it. I'll go all the way down to one final message. And for once, I feel relieved by Sir Sam Jonas' comments on Galamsey. Let's all support him to forward this nation. Okay records to the international tribunal joe from Winneba. that's your message a number of your messages i appreciate them you can keep them coming in let's do sports now with musbao
10: yes hello mfo the black stars uh, just a few hours to that game against central african republic and they held their final training session earlier today at the barbara sports stadium and my colleague steven zando monitored that training session and uh, he uh, has some update for us the Black South of Ghana have concluded their final training session um, at the
9: Baba Ewa Sports Stadium ahead of the crucial Africa Cup of Nations qualifier against Central African Republic. Kick-off of that game is 4 p.m. And of course, yesterday Jordan Ayu was part of the team, but he couldn't join his colleagues during the training. But today the good news for Ghanaians is that Ayu, Jordan, was able to train with his colleagues. And as expected, Coach Pitin, you know, worked on a number of things, including tactics, you know, set pieces, shooting and and what of you? Unlike yesterday's training session, which was held behind closed doors, today's training
10: session was open to the public. Well, the Black Stars head coach Chris Seaton uh, had a few message for the Gideon public, and he says he's committed to protecting the Black Stars on beating RAN at the Barbera Sports Stadium.
18: We uh, are very, very conscious of what uh, this game means. Um, not only... The, the nation but of course the, myself and the players and everybody involved we know what this game means so our preparation um, has been for the last two days you know i've often spoke about the difficulty of preparation at international level but it's the same it's the same for the central african republic team training today and playing tomorrow and it's the same for us Uh, We will do everything that we can to get uh, the result that we want to get. Um, Our preparation has been good, Uh, as with all international camps, sometimes you miss players through injuries and of course we are missing some uh, through injuries, but it's always an opportunity for others. We are playing at home, we have a good record here and it's a record that uh, we want to continue. Central African Republic
10: coach says he's unfazed by the Black Stars array of players and uh, he and his team believe in themselves and will be hoping to get a good result over the Black Stars.
22: First, I respect the, the opponents, but I have to, I have to look confident to, to push my players to be the best tomorrow and try, uh, the, try to, to, to write the story, history, you know. That's so why maybe for you guys it's like. Uh, you are going to the supermarket you qualify and then that's it <laughs> for us it's not like this it's like when you maybe you cross jesus for
10: the first time that's right yeah so that's the central african republic coach saying the meeting the black stars is like meeting jesus on the road so we'll wait can to see what happens that game. that game will be live here on joy 99.7 fm kickoff starts at 3 p.m build-up starts at 3 p.m so we'll be on till 6 p.m uh, tomorrow yes uh, okay. <laughs> well that's it for sports <laughs> brought to you by Herber, Chaco.
4: thank you very much Ms. Mal. let's turn our attention to back to politics and I'm um, sure you were expecting the balloting um, to be done uh, today but unfortunately that did not happen we're told it's been postponed and that um, particular balloting uh, did not happen we can hear from uh, the head of the or the spokesperson for the election committee of the NPP Alexander Fenumaki
22: in the discussions today with EC and, um, and uh, aspirants and their reps we deliberated on some proposals proposals aimed at incorporating same in the guidelines when we are done with everything we'll make known to you in full the guidelines for the November 4th elections like we did previously in the in the delegates. Uh, Uh, process. We share the guidelines with you. Okay? So, again, we assure you, that's why you're here. We don't want to waste your time. We don't want you to come and not get any information. It's part of the bona fides of democracy to work with the media. And we will continue to share relevant information with you. We have agreed to proceed with the guidelines, and like I said, when we are done, we would again serve you notice of the guidelines, and soon thereafter we proceed with the balloting.
4: That's Alexander afenyo marking. Let's check on uh, the various camps on this matter. But also, I I would stay with the Dr. Owusu-Fuyakoto campaign team because there was a statement earlier uh, that they issued about uh, a purported uh, communication coming from their wing about um, Alan kujo withdrawal from the race and some malicious comments they they claimed that had been made. But uh, Dr. Prince Amuzu um, speaks for Dr. Fuyakoto. Thank you so much uh, for your time here on Newsnight First, Or were you surprised? The postponement of the balloting
19: today. Thank you for having me and uh, greetings to the, your cherished listeners and viewers. The balloting could not come on because there were issues that needed to be resolved. Mm. And as been rightly said, this particular elections committee, presidential elections committee, has, has has shown that democracy is possible. And in fact, for on many occasions, I have commended that particular committee. It's one of its kind. They have the listening ear. And each time we have issues and we are presented, many of them that are acceptable become part of the regulations or guidelines for the election. So mm-hmm. similarly, today, uh, before the balloting they were concerned. Okay. You know, because we are learning from what has happened in the uh, previous uh, election. And therefore, we needed to tighten some loose ends. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was only fair that we gave ourselves some time to resolve these things and then come up with it from So, your it wasn't end, from your end all.
4: in particular we're,
19: we're, we're adequately represented in that meeting today
4: okay from your end dr muzu in particular what really were your concerns about this particular electoral process you'd say
19: you know what happened 26 i guess many people uh, were shocked to see that people will flout the guidelines that we previously had presented to the extent that people will show their ballot. We said secret ballot, people will show their ballot. So even if at this high level, this type of thing can happen, then it raises concern that we needed to do a bit more to make sure that this type of thing doesn't happen. Mind you, MPP has very high democratic credentials and these things that we are doing, people are watching and copying and we don't want a situation where we mislead people who are learning from us. So it is important and imperative on us as a party and people to be able to consider some of the things that happened and see how best we can resolve them amicably mm. so that we can have a successful 4th November elections
4: well address this for me amongst others we are hearing about an intended withdrawal from the race by your candidate dr uswefria akoto
19: that 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 is a, the most malicious things i've ever heard how would anybody say that i speak for honorable dr uswefria akoto I have not indicated so, I have not issued any statement. He himself has not said anywhere, he has not issued. So how would somebody just construct such a lie and put it out there? You see, sometimes you begin to feel as if some people uh, are so threatened by his presence in the contest to the extent that every time they want to create something about him. You know what happened to sloganeering when they started issuing things like Atopan, uh, Watan, and stuff like that. All these things didn't come from the campaign. Here we are again. Look at the type of thing they've started doing. To the extent that uh, people put on uh, WhatsApp platforms and went really viral between yesterday and today about our commenting on the Honourable Alan Kujuma withdrawal, mm-hmm. it couldn't have come from us. No name, no number, nothing. Okay. See, this type of thing, uh, we, we really, really are not happy about it. That's why we put out a statement today to say, please, it is not decent. Honorable Dr. Usofiya is a man of high standing, very decent, very gentle, and very deep in knowledge and understanding of democratic dispensation. He has sacrificed a lot for our country and party, and he doesn't deserve that type of treatment at all.
4: We are grateful. Dr. Prince Amuzo speaks for Dr. Usofie Akoto very much still in the race. And that's how we wrap up tonight's edition of Newsnight. You want to stay for strong and sassy. We are talking honesty in relationship from one E to another E.
17: Hello, Ayram. Hi, MFA.
4: Honesty in relationships. Wow.
17: I mean, how much honesty is too much honesty? And are we really ready to hear what we want people to be honest with us about? That's what tonight's discussion is going to be about. So you want to tune in very soon.
4: And I, I'll i just be tuned in. I can't <laughs> wait. You see, I'm confused at this point. You want to stay for Strong and Sassy.